Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Hello and welcome back to Take It or Leave It. We are moving into a new study about vision. And I want to jump right in with a question. What is a vision? You see, we all need to have some sort of lead to follow direction from the Lord. But we don't have to make guesses. Okay, we can know the direction from the Lord and God wants us to know. Okay, because without instructions from God, anything that you and I will do will be a loss. Like Paul, we ought to follow others as they follow the Lord. So we follow the Lord. It's Paul who said, imitate me as I also imitate Christ. Paul wasn't saying, follow me. He was saying, follow Christ. So if we follow the Lord, we can know. Okay? And I want to take you to Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 to 5. And it says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. Okay. So this is the prophet Habakkuk, and it says, write a vision. So maybe the vision is words, maybe it's a picture you draw, and it says, make it plain on tablets, meaning simplify it, write it down, okay? When we talk about vision, what I'm talking about is God's vision so that we can live for him. Okay, I'm not talking about anyone's personal ideas or vision board. I know there's a lot of people out there that they make their own vision boards, uh, their physical boards. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about God's instruction. He says to make it plain, meaning do not make it complicated. It should be understandable to anybody. If you make it plain and simple, if someone reads it or sees it, he will understand. Okay, that's what it means that he may run who reads it, okay? He understands it, so now he can put it into action because he understands it, okay? Verse three, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. We're gonna get into this a little bit later, but this just means that it doesn't mean that it's gonna happen now or tomorrow, okay? It could be multiple days, it could be months, it could be a year, but what it means is it will happen. God is saying, wait for it to come. All right. Not all followers of Christ have received a vision while awake. Okay. And visions are while you're awake. So keep that in mind as we start to learn about visions, meaning God's vision. So what is a vision? It is the door to the knowledge of God. It is what we see in the vision. Okay. Vision is knowledge. All right. Can you say that wherever you are? Vision is knowledge. He uses clear images to show us his plans, okay? God does this with us. It happens when you're awake, unlike a dream. Visions are when you are awake. We may see scenery, nature, animals, clouds, water. It could be anything. These are just some examples. It could be a supernatural setting or a heavenly setting. It's possible that you may see yourself in the vision or maybe someone else. In the Old Testament, the prophets were concerned by the lack of vision. Visions are very important to confirm man's connection with God in the Old Testament. It's much more than just church. It's part of the routine of going to church, okay? We need that. Yes, church is like spiritual gym where we can study and learn, but without vision, 
What do we need church for? If we don't have direction, why are we even going to church? The absence of vision is a big concern for man, okay? When you see something in a vision, it can change your life. There are many today who have had near-death experiences. They've seen hell. Then they survive, and still their lives are the same. Can you believe that? They've had a vision of hell. Wow. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. So this is God saying, my people are destroyed. God said that. Why? Because of their lack of knowledge. They have no vision, so they are destroyed. The people today in church, they're just planning activities, no direction, no vision. It's all the same things over and over. But they don't think they're destroyed because they're in church. That's a problem. Knowledge is vision, okay? God says if you reject knowledge, God will reject you. Well, how can someone be a priest if you do not accept the knowledge from God? Without direction, church is just church. It's like building your muscle for nothing. What are you using it for? So have you had a vision based on what we've talked about so far? And again, we are just grazing the surface here. Do you believe you've ever had a vision? And if not, know that he's not going to give you one unless you are close to the heart of God. So let's focus on vision of knowledge, okay? And we can use them interchangeably. Vision is knowledge. And vision is a door to the knowledge of God, okay? Vision is a door to the knowledge of God. Knowledge is vision. If you have had a vision that God showed you of what you have to become, you have knowledge of what you have to become. Why? Because God is showing you what you must do. If you have knowledge, then you have a vision. Knowledge is to know. Okay? The vision appears when we have knowledge. Again, they're synonymous. And there's examples in the scripture so you can see this more clearly. Jeremiah saw visions, Ezekiel saw visions. A person without a vision is more than being blind. Without a vision, we have no direction. Visions are seen by people today, okay? God uses visions to communicate his tasks to us, his assignments for us. Perhaps there's an upcoming event in which we need to react to. Either we change our plan or we make a new plan for the glory of God because he's shown us. Visions are clear images, all right? Some are direct visions, others require interpretation. Those visions help us to have knowledge of what is to come in the future, and God does this. Visions are not dreaming, okay? Again, dreams are different. Visions are when you are awake. A person who sees the vision must understand it and walk in it, all right? They must know if it's for them or for someone else, because if it's for someone else, someone else must walk in the vision, In the Old Testament, the prophets, again, they were concerned when they don't see visions because in those days, there was no Bible. The prophets relied on vision to understand what God was telling them. It was critical. Visions were critical to God and the prophets' connection. This is different today because we have the Holy Spirit, and an absence of knowledge of God should be a great concern for all today. Okay? Should be a great concern of people today. We share with others that God has plans for everyone's life based on the knowledge we get from God. Visions, they often inspire others to move into the vision and their lives change drastically. If you have the knowledge of God's plan for your life, you will have a vision for your life. Again, 
not everyone sees a vision. What I mean is if we see the words clearly in God's word, then we will have a vision based on the knowledge we see. Okay? So should all man have a vision? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. So you either are going to get it when you're awake or you're going to get the knowledge from the word of God and then you'll be able to see your vision. Either way, you're going to have a vision. Either way, you're going to have the knowledge of God for the direction for your life. Yes. So in Hosea 6, he's saying, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. When you know the knowledge of God for your life, you're going to choose your job based on that vision. It doesn't matter if they offer you a CEO job or, or a janitor job. You need to make the choice to glorify the Lord. It's not always about money. You will know what to deny so that you are not taken from the vision. Today, people are destroyed when money's on the table. They will take all the money and disregard the vision of what they ought to be in God. They were fooled and lied to that they are okay. That's why they do it. They're destroyed. When you don't go into the direction that God provided for you, you deny God to produce miracles in your life. Okay? Our life must be lined up with our vision for God. You must raise your kids based on the vision. You must choose your job based on the vision. So, for example, if you get a vision from God that you're supposed to be in location A, you don't take a job all the way across the country because you need to stay in location A. That's just an example. I feel bad for those without vision because they only have ambition. They only have ambition. People are lost nowadays and they're destroyed. So in Hosea 4, 6, God is saying, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. So people heard the truth and they rejected it. Why? Because they wanted to live their own way. Many people today are this way. God says, I will also reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. So all people who are called to be followers of God are also called to be priests. Okay, that's what God's word is confirming here. But because people reject the knowledge, which is the vision, the direction of God, God will then reject you. Why? Because you forgot the law. And God says, I will forget you and not just you, but your children too. If we forget God, he will forget our children. If you reject the knowledge of God, he will reject you from being a priest. So God spoke this to Hosea the prophet. He said, my people are destroyed. The lack of knowledge and vision, that's why they're destroyed. So do you have a vision? Do you have direction from God? Do you know what it is? Do you know what God wants you to become? If you have that, then you have a vision. Are you planning your lives based on that vision? Is it lining up with the vision? Because you and I will both perish if we don't line up with his standard for our lives. Okay? So it's been a brief intro, but it's already been a lot of information, and we need to ensure our understanding before we move forward with discussing priesthood. All right? We are called into priesthood, in the priesthood of God is what I'm referring to, but not all are going to respond to that call. Many of those in church today, they don't understand that calling. We just discussed the vision of priesthood in Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. The instruction of God through prophet Habakkuk was to write it down. Meaning, don't think that you're going to remember it. Don't try to remember it. If you don't write down your vision immediately, you're going to change the vision. Maybe not even on purpose. So then, by the time you go to share it or try to live it out, it's no longer the vision that was given to you. 
Failure to do this, to write it down immediately and make it plain, it makes you guilty. Failure to live out a vision in your life that you altered, it makes you guilty. So write it down simply so he may run and remember, meaning so he will understand, so anyone who sees it will understand so that they can do the action in the vision. A person is accountable to action or answer to the vision, okay? In verse three, remember, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Okay, this is why concordances are important. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So we hear the word tarry twice. There's tarries and tarry, but they're two different meanings. So though it tarries, meaning hesitates, though the vision hesitates, wait for it because it's surely coming. It will not tarry, meaning it will not delay. Meaning it's coming at the perfect time. Do not rush the vision. Many today, they share visions of others. And you ought to be careful because sometimes the visions others see are their own visions for themselves, but they think it's for you. So you'll hear a vision that's for them, but they think it's for you. And I want to be clear that it's not always bad to get knowledge from a vision released to you by another person. That's not always bad, okay? And that happens, but you need to be careful. You are the main character of visions, so you will see your own if you're looking for it. So if you're seeking your own vision, you're going to find it. God will show you your own vision. Don't depend on someone to tell you your vision. If anything, know your own vision for you so that you can action that in your life. That way, if somebody brings knowledge to you and confirms your vision, praise God, right? Rely on God to give you your vision, not man. Make it plain as you write it down. If you have the vision of God, write it down. Christians today, they're misled by visions told to them by other people. But again, not all visions told to you are wrong. But you must make sure it's right. And you can do that with God. If you're a true follower of Christ, the vision will surely come. So again, what is a vision? We can look in scripture for the answer. It's a picture of knowledge of a plan of God in a person's life. For example, my pastor had a vision once when he was young, perhaps 28. He was on a sunflower. And he was up in the sky traveling around the world and he was plucking sunflower seeds and dropping them out of the flower from the sky. That was a vision. Okay? And it's knowledge of his future from God. Again, it's from God. Knowledge of his future from God. Not a fortune teller, not a Ouija board, not tarot cards, not palm reading, not lip reading. All that witchcraft, that's demonic. And you defile your soul if you seek those out. It must be from God. For some, the vision does not come first, meaning some followers of Christ, they don't see a vision. They get knowledge first. And then they can begin to see the vision themselves. There are some that get the knowledge and visions. So from the vision, the knowledge is what is being told to you. So the knowledge from my pastor's vision when he was on the sunflower dropping seeds was that he will plant seeds all over. And we know here that seeds are the word of God. We've learned that here on this podcast from the teachings of Jesus. If we don't get a vision, if you don't get a vision, you will see the vision once you get knowledge. So in summary, no vision means you may have knowledge based on what was told to you. Okay? Based on knowledge, you begin to see the vision in your own mind. If God didn't give it to you while you were awake, you received the knowledge, so now you can create your own vision. All right? Like Noah. What I'm referring to is like Noah. 
He was told, he was given knowledge, build the ark. But he wasn't given a vivid vision when he was awake. But once no one knew the instruction from God, the knowledge from God that he was supposed to build the ark, he saw his own vision. He could see how long it was, how tall it was, how to do it, and he did it. Visions are clear pictures when you are awake. Again, I have to stress this so nobody is confused. It's not the same as dreams. Because in the Bible, there's both dreams and visions. We're talking about visions, not dreams. We're talking about being awake. So though it might look like it's not happening, it will surely come to pass. Again, the prophets were reliant on God showing them visions in the Old Testament. There was no Bible. If the prophets weren't getting visions, it meant that there was likely a problem with their relationship with God, and that was bad. Right? The people would notice that. That's bad. Today, anyone without vision should be concerned of their future. You can't just have ambition. You must have a vision. All men and women should have a vision. But not all receive visions, but can receive knowledge from God. So either way, you can get direction today. Okay? By seeking God out, by being close to his heart. So again, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Okay? We're going to be experts in this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. So my people, that's us, already destroyed. This is not future. God is speaking of the present condition of the people. And today, many we love are destroyed. Why? Because they lack knowledge. Our family's values might not be the same as ours. But still, young Christians, they're carnal, meaning flesh, right? It's easy for us to lower the standard sometimes for young Christians, but we can't do that. We ought to be the same wherever we go. And today, there's too much compromise in the lives of people, and that's religion. When you have the Holy Spirit, you're always on. You're always on fire for God. And God taught us that. A person can be destroyed, but successful in life. How? People can still work really hard on their own and be successful. Like the story of Jonah, right? Jonah was successful. He disobeyed God. He went to Tarshish, right? He got on a boat, bought his ticket. Jonah thought he was good. He was successful, but God had a limit, all right? People are deceived into thinking they are approved. Many are going to be shocked when they die and they end up in hell. Those who assume they are saved but have no vision and are destroyed today for the lack of knowledge, they're going to be surprised. Do you know what God is calling you to do and to go to do? And are you following the vision of God? So what does it mean to have lack of perception? Well, perception is awareness by seeing, so it's a sense of seeing. So having a lack means you don't see. You don't see. So there's people destroyed today because they're not seeing. That's what God is saying. You are destroyed for not seeing. Some see, but then they change what they saw so it makes sense to them personally. Perhaps they lower the quality so it fits what they want to do instead. Sometimes this isn't done on purpose. As I mentioned before, people reject knowledge, meaning people get the knowledge and reject it, meaning they don't listen. They don't respond. Now what? Well, God will reject you. And he doesn't stop there. He also forgets your children. There's many successful people today that are guilty. They're already destroyed. Yes, they're still living. 
And to them, perhaps they're still thriving, but in the eyes of God, they're destroyed. They're rejected. Becoming a priest is hard work, yet some take it so lightly. We're going to learn what's required to be a priest in this series. But I want to remind you, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 22 and 23, this applies to all who fail to answer the Lord. This applies to all who fail to absorb and action the knowledge they receive from God. The people that Jesus said this to, they were ministers. Verse 22 of Matthew chapter 7 says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I, I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. God said that to ministers. You know, when you read this verse, the ministers are saying, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? And still, though they did do that, that's true. They were practicing lawlessness. God rejected them. How much more for the people that aren't even doing that? You know, not all believe that all can do these wonders, but this verse, these were priests and they took the call lightly. Surely if many are going to the Lord having called upon his name and these wonders occurred, what do we think about those today that aren't doing anything at all? If the ministers didn't make it, how many do you think today will not make it? Some just sit in their pew. Some just sit in the seat. They have the same problems every week. They take life so lightly. They get a temporary encouragement and it expires, but then they come back again next Sunday. They get a temporary encouragement and it expires and they're the same. They're quick to celebrate, but slow to move for God. And it must change. You might be part of the many and you might be rejected. You have to be sure and you have to work out your own salvation, allowing the will of God to pass in your life. We're going to learn so much in this series, and I just thank you for this brief introduction. We're going to be learning about visions, priesthood, and so much more. This is shared with the love of the Lord. Thank you so much. This is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.